Salt, how was Ultrafest? I had a blast. The Bay Area Film Events people are such good people. I only had time to check out one Ultraman movie, but uh, we had a good time. Uh, we saw some other Ultraman content there, which I wrote about on the Patreon page that all uh, people can see. It's not, not paywalled. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. So if you want to go see that, I guess you can go see that. Yeah, um, it was sick. Like the, uh, I like the little artist alley they put together every time. That's really fun because you can see all the art they've made. They'll have other things besides Ultraman. You know, they had like Power Rangers and Godzilla and uh, a lot of a lot of fun figurines and stuff. I didn't pick up any figurines this time, but I, I've I've bought a couple of statues at the uh, nice. Godzilla Fest they do. Yeah, well, that's good. It's funny. It turns out we watched the same movie in the same weekend uh, without even knowing about it. Yeah, we did not coordinate that. That's that's a hell of a coincidence. But we did have a good time watching it, though. We did. We did. Yeah. Um, I, I am going to call Ultraman X the most toyetic Ultraman. Mm, see, okay, so <laughs> when I was looking through our show notes, our various show notes, I was looking through our show notes sorry uh inside baseball for for <laughs> everyone on patreon actually i'll make sure to censor it just for the public release just Ooh. so people will be like whoa and, and then so uh <laughs> i also used that word there yeah you did and it was really funny because it's like oh salt hasn't seen anything yet <laughs> salt hasn't seen just how toyetic this franchise can get yet uh same thing with ultraman yeah yeah i'm sure i'm sure there's another thing that'll blow me away yeah, yeah, no, like, X plays a pretty safe, I think, with yeah. uh, its toyeticness. Toyeticism. Uh, toyeticism, yes, toyeticism. So I, when I use that word, it's not inherently negative, actually. Like, I, I, no, it's I can not. like it's not. But it, it, yeah. it is just funny, because, like, the scale to which things have gotten toyetic over the years for both franchises, it really just makes things like and it's like multiple forms seem a lot funnier uh in retrospect like back in 2002 or 2001 i should say people were complaining about Kamen Rider Agito having four riders <laughs> right 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 and and, <laughs> and looking back we have we have seasons where like the minimum is eight riders I was going to say, no. like, by the time you get to, like, I think Ryuki or some other ones, it's like a Oh, Ryu yeah. Ryuki, right after, had 13 riders. <laughs> so. Great. Yeah. Um... What, one aspect of Toyeticism I really like is when our hero, like, holds a doll of himself. I, mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. um, it's in an episode of Kamen Rider Ichigo, like... Uh, Common Rider's like passing out these like I mean Common Rider six, uh, seventy one I mean he's like he's passing out Common Rider dolls to kids during Christmas it's great oh yeah that's right right after he kills Colonel Zol <laughs> yeah in in the Ono version he it would be the same but he would have like Zol's blood literally on his hands yeah and he'd be like regretting it and ruining yeah. it while Crying he's doing it. it's like passing yeah. out Christmas toys. <laughs> Technically, if it's Hayato, it would be him smiling, I guess. Yeah, he'd be like laughing, kind of poking fun at the kids, flashing thumbs up. That'd be even better. Yeah, and then, you know, Ichigo or Hongo's in the background just, <laughs> just having him losing it. <laughs> yeah, so speaking of Shin Kamen Rider, when we're recording this, it's been 
three days since Shin Kamen Rider was made more or less public uh, to the grander global sphere, if you will. It's on Prime Video now. If you haven't seen it, you can probably access it unless you're in, like, I don't know, Guam. Salt, you've had a chance to watch this Prime Video version? Yeah, I watched part of it. I mean, I'd already seen it twice in theaters. And I actually thought it was far superior in theaters. Um, Even though I had a lot of criticism that I made in our review episode that I I stand by, it's still, like, a really fun movie to watch. But I thought the... uh, just the sound was better in theaters. Uh, I don't know if it wasn't mixed right or my home video system sucks, but some of those scenes hit way harder in the theater. Damn, maybe I should rent out a theater to watch it then. Because, uh, <laughs> you know what's funny is that in Canada, Fantasia Festival, which is how I actually saw Shin Ultraman last year, uh, oh. got the rights to show Shin Kamen Rider. But the thing is... Their screening was this past Saturday, so like a day after it went live on Prime Video. Oh, I see. So totally, basically, well, no, that Fantasia Fest is in uh, Montreal. Oh, I see, that's too far. Right, so I wasn't going to go anyway, but like it it really does suck, I guess, for them to kind of get sidelined by uh, the movie. Releasing essentially for everyone to watch at home the day before... It hits theaters. So cool, Toei. Good job. <laughs> Great work, Toei. <laughs> so while you were watching Shin Kamen Rider on Prime Video, I was studying the plate. <laughs> I was um, <laughs> I, I was watching the documentary, the making of documentary yesterday, and boy, do I feel vindicated. Yes. For both of our sakes. Yes. <laughs> you and I were correct on everything. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I wasn't trying to hate on Anno. I mean, I, some things I, I was struggling to find the words, but I think the main message we were really trying to get across there was he did better when he had more people he had to be accountable to, right? Yeah, or just more people involved in the process, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So yeah, what was what was like watching the documentary? I found it interesting just how... It's not removed, but, like, distanced Anno was from the production itself. Like, Anno's there, you know, like, when they're shooting action scenes or whatnot, Anno is there, but he's not, like, in the foreground, unless he's got, like, his iPhone and he's shooting that. But, like, uh, most of the time he's just sitting quietly in the back watching it all unfold. You see more of uh, Katsuro Onue, who was the associate director, I believe, and then um, Keia Tabuchi, the action director, in the foreground uh, than you do Ano. The other thing is uh, Sosuke Ikematsu, who plays Hongo, uh, truly the MVP. Yeah, really, like, on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a whole section where, like, his leg was broken, so he couldn't actually film any of the action scenes, but he was still there... You know, like guiding the suit actor with how Wait, he was trained on. and whatnot. He, he broke his leg in real life. Yeah, he broke his leg in real what? life. Um, I think it I... was like a month into or a month before shooting. So then he showed Holy up to set shit. in a cast. That's like some months Grant after Morrison they had shit. like yeah, like months after they choreographed everything, right? Oh my and god! And he's just like he's there. He's he's there, and he's like helping the suit actor like coordinate um their own movements and yeah truly 
the MVP here. Well, I mean, even though we're going to have a lot of criticisms of Ano, one bit I forgot to mention in our review was I love the moment in the fight between the two writers when uh, Ichimonji breaks Hongo's leg. I assumed that was a, a callback to the original <laughs> series, but that's a double callback. That that rules. <laughs> yeah. Holy uh, shit. Sorry, I'm just processing that. <laughs> I, it's not subbed yet, and I, I think maybe if I can finally get back in the mood to start subbing things, I, I'll see if I can pass it down that or would up rule. across to... I don't know what direction I'm moving it, but just passing it to my fellow folks in the subbing community and seeing if anyone is interested in subbing it that way we can watch it subbed and then we can have like more proper thoughts formed on it and uh when we do our episode our uh this year i'll maybe that'll be a good opportunity to sneak this in there yeah do you mind if i get a bit into the review of that documentary yeah yeah, so there was a review that you posted in your notes for this bonus episode. Yeah, um, and I'm not going to read this whole thing as it's quite lengthy, but th- there's another figure I want, another person I want to get into. Um, so it says, This focuses mostly on how they found their footing with the action scenes. The crux of the drama is that the action director had an extremely rough time creating fights that satisfied Anno's desire to represent desperation and bloodlust as the emotions behind each battle. Um, so it just goes on about Anno's getting criticized for his inability to communicate his vision. Um, but where's the part I want to really focus on? He wants, Anno wants a grit and a roughness that action director Tabuchi Keia was obviously not used to, and Tabuchi becomes understandably frustrated with Anno's demands. Anno is just too unlike any other director for his own good, and the way in which he is constantly searching for new and interesting ideas produces incredible and exciting art, but is detrimental when trying to work with people who are not used to his style of filmmaking. I, I think this, I want to back, zoom out for a second, I think this this really like gets at what you and I were talking about, because this reviewer really likes Anno. But right. it's showing that, like, the action director, the one who actually has to put all these pieces together, you know, make legible storytelling, keep his actors safe, that guy's getting incredibly frustrated. Yeah, and I can definitely see why. And I think yeah. the other thing is, like, with Shin Godzilla and Shin Ultraman, it's much easier because a lot of the action there is is animated, right? It's like mocap or, you know, like fully animated in the case of uh, Godzilla, right? So there's much more, I guess not post-production per se, but much more control that Anno himself can have in the action there, whereas with this being an on-the-ground physical uh, production where you're really, like, focusing in on these hand-to-hand combat scenes, these, like, wire-worked bits here, I can definitely see why there was a bit more uh, struggle, I guess, than with previous ones. I'm pretty sure there's a making of of Shin Godzilla too, so I'll see if we can watch that. There's one more bit here I want to include. It says, The conflict of ideas and vision that seemed to have plagued the first half of the production comes to a head during the filming of the final climactic battle. Anno wants a desperate, dirty fight to the death. Tabuchi does his best to meet the demand, but... What he comes up with frustrates Anno to the point of anger. He explodes at Tabuchi. 
Although there is yeah. an endearing moment where Tabuchi talks about how a teary-eyed Ano apologized to him profusely later in the day, and Tabuchi almost quits the production. It's then decided that the three actors should think about how to perform the fight on their own, and their success with that scene comes to clean the production of the Angry Cloud that had loomed over it up until that point. There's much more to this review. Uh, this is from user Nonbred, A-N-A-A-N-B-R-E-D. I think it, it really shows how creative everyone was. Like, the actors are kicking ass there. I, I do love how that fight came out, but it it, it really shows that Ano. I'm not trying to say he's he's a, he's a tyrant, but he's, he's really demanding a lot of control over things that would have been better more in other people's hands. It's funny you say all this, because uh, uh, Toei just managed to get the... Ateki Mark, uh, which is a, a certification, I guess, or just like a seal of approval um, that's issued to movies produced under good working conditions, right? Uh, and they got it for a common Rider movie, if you can believe <laughs> it. Um, uh, but it wasn't Shin Kamen Rider. It was uh, next week's hit release. I'm saying hit, even though it hasn't come out yet. Uh, Kamen Rider Geats, the movie, Four Aces, and the Black Fox. Did I did I tell you my Geats story from my viewing of Shin Kamen Rider? No, you didn't. So, uh, you, I think you were joking about Kamen Rider fans being smelly or something. Oh. <laughs> but, oh <laughs> which actually also ended up being true. Separate mm. story. Um, nice. But... When the movie was done, I'm, like, standing in the bathroom, and there's a long line, which in itself is fine, but I'm, like, seven people back, and then a guy who's, like, five people back starts yelling over at a dude at the urinal, hey, do you watch Geats? <laughs> I mean, at least one of them had their Kamen Rider belt on. It was, uh, it was beautiful. Okay. It was beautiful. It was amongst my people. Nice. God, I couldn't imagine going to like my when I went to go see Shin Ultraman in, in January. Yeah, in January. Uh, pretty normal crowd, but I guess I might also just be in a part of the city where I don't know. Maybe it's just Ultraman fans are normal people, and Kamen Rider fans are. <laughs> I will say everyone at the Ultraman Festival was incredibly nice. Um, Hygienic it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, yeah, a common writer. The first time, the dude I was sitting next to smelled like a fucking beer fermentation vat. I I couldn't Incredible. get over this dude's smell. <laughs> yeah. Um, but th there were cool people at the common writer viewings. Not to, uh, not to erase their experience. Um, so okay. one more note about this uh, common writer uh, documentary review because this will be our little segue. Is uh, I looked up Kaya, the action director, and he has a pretty yes. interesting bi uh, biography, filmography. He, one, a big production he worked on was uh, The Last Samurai with uh, Tom Cruise. But uh, he actually got his start, one of his early roles was as a putty on Power Rangers. I don't remember if that was the, the Sentai version or the uh, or, or Power Rangers, but he worked on one of those. Um, I think you got the, I think you got a different Kaya Tabuchi. You know, I looked that up. It was really, it, I was concerned about that because it was really confusing. But I I'm, I think it's the same dude. No, it's not. Because the Kea Tabuchi that worked on this uh, worked on Kamen Rider Amazons uh, oh. for Prime Video. 
He also worked on um, Attack on Titan, the the live action Attack on Titan. Oh, that was that, uh, Shinji Higuchi, right? Yeah, the one that Higuchi yeah. did. Right, right. Okay. Different, different K. Well, another K. Whoops, my bad. Maybe if Higuchi was on set, you would, things might have gone down a bit better. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but but what are we what are we really here to talk about today? Yeah, what are we really here to talk about today? Power Rangers, once and always. 